Okay, good afternoon, everyone. We have quorum and we are going to get started with our San Francisco Film Commission meeting. Few announcements before we get started today, Monday, July 24th. Um, we are meeting hybrid in person and virtual uh, for today's San Francisco Film Commission meeting. Uh, this meeting is being held in person at City Hall inside hearing room 416. The public is welcome to attend this meeting in person, view and participate online via the WebEx link provided on the agenda or listen and call in by dialing 415-655-0001 using access code 2663-598-5831 pound. And the attendee ID password film SF or 345-673 from your phone. The Film Commission will hear public comment on each action or discussion item in person and remotely by video or call-in. For each item, the Commission will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. For those attending in person, fill out a speaker card located at the side table and come up to the podium during public comment. State your name and any affiliations and your comment. Once finished, hand your speaker card to the Commission staff behind the podium. If using WebEx to speak, select the raise hand option when it's time for public comment. When unmuted in the system, you will hear a beep, and this is your time to speak. If calling by phone, dial star three to be added to the speaker line when your item of interest comes up. The host will recognize you to speak, and you will hear you are unmuted, and this is your time to speak. Call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly. Before you speak, mute the sound of any equipment around you, including televisions, radios, and computers. It is especially important that you mute your computer if you are watching via the WebEx link. So there is no echo sound when you speak. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Stefania. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, guests, um, both in person as well as online. Um, uh, we are here today for the July 24th, 2023 Film Commission meeting of San Francisco. Zafani, would you do the honors of the roll call? Yes, thank you, Billy. Um, Commissioner Beaumont. Here. Commissioner Chang. Here. Uh, Commissioner Delorio. Is uh, excused. Commissioner Finn. Present. Commissioner Goldstein Breyer. Uh, uh, just got word that um, his is excused out. Okay, excused. Thank you. Uh, so, Commissioner Goldstein Breyer is excused. Uh, Commissioner Minardi? Here. Uh, Commissioner Rubin is excused. Is excused. Commissioner Song? Present. Thank you. Uh, Vice President Steiker? Is excused. Commissioner Tyler? Is perhaps running late or will need to be absent, but will yeah. be excused if okay. absent. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And President Wong? Present. Thank, Thank you, you so much. The San Francisco Film Commission and the Film SF staff acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramaytush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramaytush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place. 
as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramaytush Ohlone community and by offering their sovereign rights as first peoples. Thank you, folks. Um, let's take a look at the community meeting agreements that you have on your screens or um, perhaps in your pamphlets, I'm not sure, in your handouts. Um, this is just a reminder of how to show up today. Take a quick look. Also a reminder, I do want to just say aloud, I have my computer open because this is how I'm reading my minutes to save paper. Um, but no, I am not texting or doing anything else. Uh, so please also electronics, if you would put them on silence uh, or airplane during this time. Thank you so much, folks. All right, commissioners, just a nod of the head that you've read the agreements and you're good with them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, moving on to item number two, Zafania. Uh, yes, item number two would be the approval of last month's meeting minutes, June 30th, 2023. Thank you. Hopefully you had a chance to take a look at that. Looking for a motion to approve the meeting minutes from our June 30th meeting. I'll move the minutes. Thank you, Commissioner Beaumont. A second, please. Thank you, Commissioner Finn. Um, this is a time for any commissioner comment on the minutes. I don't see commissioner comment. Okay, thank you so much. Um, this is a moment for public comment. Um, public members, if you do wanna make a comment, of course you can uh, sign in uh, using the card. For those online, uh, please dial star three to be put into the queue. Zephania, any public comment? Uh, there is no public comment online or in person. Thank you so much. So calling for a vote to approve the June 30th, 2023 minutes. All in favor, you could raise your hands. Zafania will yes. or say aye. Okay, that's unanimous. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, the minutes are passed and approved. Um, let us move on to the next item, Zafania. That would be item number three, and that are um our guest speakers from San Francisco Film presenting on their Film Space Grant. Yo, Film SF Space Grant, come on up. This is a highlight for every meeting to have y'all who do the work in the house. Please come up to the mic. Thank you for making a presentation today. Um, and it's also pink and beautiful. I wore the wrong color. Dang, you got the Barbie. Yes. Yes, <laughs> Masashi, you want to, um, as you come up, if you're introducing, please introduce yourself and your role. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We do have a slide that has Oops. your name. So maybe when that slide comes up, you all can come up and introduce yourselves. Um, but thanks for having us. We're so, this is for many of all of us, our first in-person mission <laughs> meeting. So it's really been wonderful to see you all on Zoom and to see you in person. It's extra special. So let's start. Um, today we have a few things we're going to go over. We're going to introduce you to the Makers team. Which one? I'll do this one. Uh, to the Makers team, uh, we actually have a new staffer that we are so excited to introduce you to as well. Um, we're going to go over the Film House. This has been a really fantastic two years-ish of the reopening of the Film House in Soma. So we'll talk about that. We have some data that we want to share with you on the impact that the Film House has had. 
Um, we're going to go through um, some slides of our current resident and last year's resident, just so you all can see the superstars of the future based here in the Bay Area and some of our highlights. So I'll start with myself. My name is Masashi Nuwano. I'm the director of artist development. Can my, can the people come up? Erica, do you want to come up too? Hi, I'm Joshua Moore, the manager of documentary programs. Hi, I'm Rosa Morales. I'm the manager oh, thank you, yeah. of the fiction programs. And I also want to call out, I've done this meeting maybe four times, all virtual. So I'm so excited to be here in person. So thank I'm excited to have you here in person. Hi, I'm Erica Arnold, the artist development coordinator. Yay. Yay, welcome. Thank Erica. you. All right. Um, before we go into this residency program, some of the stats, just wanted to start with SF Film. So if you all don't know, I feel like you do, but if you don't know, you know, our goal is to support the next generation of filmmakers to bring, to connect community with film and art. Um, throughout the year, we do various things. We have our festival every April. Um, throughout the year, we also do uh, programming almost once a month. We have our education program. Um, right now, there's a youth camp and we're teaching younger people how to make films. Um, and then we have um, our, the artist development team, the people that are here right now. So throughout the year, we have 10 initiatives that directly support filmmakers through fellowship, through funding, um, through residencies. Um, many of those pieces are connected with the film house. So the film house, you know, in the pandemic was virtual. Before that, it was actually based in uh, Chinatown. Um, now we're based in SOMA, and so our programs are hybrid. Many of our programs are back in person. That is something that we heard not only from our residents, but just the community in general, this feeling of disconnection. So you can see here on this slide in the last, since 2022, we've had 53 uh, events based. Many of you have come to these events, um, but we've had different events at the film house. You'll see some slide, um, some images later, um, but it really uh, varies from networking events. We've had table reads. We've had panel discussions with filmmakers. Some of those are in line with the festivals that we uh, curate, but also these are year round as well. Um, 34 production meetings. So we have film house residents. Again, you will see them soon. Um, one of the uh, anchors kind of spines of the uh, film house residency are these production meetings. So production meetings are for our supported filmmakers to present their projects to the larger community. If it's in pre-production, they present a script, they present a lookbook. If it's in post, they share with us footage of their films. We collectively discuss not only our feedback, but help them navigate their next phases for their production. So we've had 34 of those. Those are private meetings between our supported filmmakers and kind of more smaller film community. Um, another piece is all of our support, well, many of our supported filmmakers, um, including the film house residents, have access to creative advisors. So we have 31 creative advisors since 2022, and these are people in the industry from well-known award-winning directors, producers, distributors, people who work in the festival world. Again, this is uh, an opportunity for our supported filmmakers to have one-on-one -on -one meetings with industry professionals. We prioritize local talent, filmmakers who we can re-engage with and make sure they're here to mentor, um, but also thinking through all the diverse sectors in the film community. Oh, Rosa, this is you. Hi, 
Um, so one of our newer programs is the Youth Film House Residency. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, it was an effort created two years ago to sort of bridge the gap between SF Films education program for young filmmakers and our artist development program. So how can we nurture the youth we're working with and ensuring that they know how to establish a career in the Bay Area for film. Um, so this is not a production based program. It is much more about like learning how to discuss your work, how to pitch it, that type of thing. So in this image here, that is when we had like a speed dating style session with our um, adult film house residents are um, and then our youth as well. So then we're hoping to also establish um, mentor opportunities like maybe our kid, these kids can become PAs or, or things like that for them later in the future. Um, we've had two editions. The first was a smaller pilot program with eight students and the second a little larger with nine. Um, the application for this year's will open on August 7th and we're aiming to have um, closer to 12 to grow. Um, and oh, and the, sorry, a huge part. Um, this is meant primarily for BIPOC youth. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so here's some images of some of the events that I mentioned that are happening at the film house. Um, as we talked about with the reopening of the film house. So one thing I should mention is the film house is a space and a hub for the filmmaking community. So when we're not doing events, it is used with our supported filmmakers and then also to the larger filmmaking community who reach out to us and ask to use the space. We have two editing suites. Um, we have two large production rooms for groups of up to 10 crew members to come together to plan out their films. And then we have four private office rooms and a lot of open space for filmmakers to work from. We also have a beautiful kitchen, so a lot of really great connections happening there. Um, some of these images that you can see here include some of the youth residency images. Um, we've had conversations uh, with a lot of really wonderful filmmakers. So one thing I should mention also about the film house is we are not here alone. We are part of so many amazing film organizations that we partner with. Um, so you'll see in some of these images, as I reflect back, there are partnerships with BayVac, um, with some of our key sponsors and partners as well. So um, yes, other things that we do is we've uh, we do something called the Doc Congress. So every fall we have our Doc Stories Festival. That is for documentary films. And Joshua is the lead and curates our Doc Congress, which brings Doc uh, uh, professionals together to talk about what's happening in the field. Um, and yeah. Oh, and one last thing there is, as we show you all of the in-person events, as I mentioned, we're still in that hybrid mode. A lot of the production meetings, a lot of these meetings, um, sessions that we do is also online to make sure that some of our nationally supported filmmakers can participate as well. Um, so now I'll go through our residents. This is really one of the, I think the biggest joys of working in the artist development department at SF Film is we get to work closely with our supported filmmakers. Um, one thing that is different is that pre-pandemic, SF Film was based in the Presidio, and then the Film House, which is a space for filmmakers, was in, as I mentioned, Chinatown. So now we've actually moved into one building. SF Film, we work on the first two floors, and then the top floor is the Film House, officially. So all of our residents who have been selected have um, full access to the office to use at 
in any ways they would like. Some of those are those production meetings, films that are in post-production, our editing rooms get used a lot, um, and a lot of screenwriting development, um, filmmakers use it for planning and working on their projects. So in 2022, we had 21 uh, residents, and that was 18 projects. So some of our projects had two directors, our co-applicants. Um, you can see here that uh, one film was completed um, filming in SF, and one is continues to be uh, planned to be shot here as well. Anything you all want to say about our 2022 residents? If not, I'm moving on. Okay. Uh, 2023, our film house residents. So we have 21 residents all um, working on their own projects. So we have 21 projects. One other thing I should mention that's really important is that our filmmakers get stipends as well as part of the program, which is really important. So that is another benefit for their time with us. Um, you will see the breakdown here of what stage they're at. Um, one thing that we realized from 2022 to 2023 is, um, we realized we wanted the space to be used more, right? And more regularly. So actually in 2023, we have more residents that are based in San Francisco because we thought the travel, it'd be much more convenient them, for them to use the space. Um, you can see here, we, we have one film that is completed shooting in SF and we have three more in motion right now. Joshua, you want to talk highlights? So uh, looking at these posters here, these are some of the highlights uh, that films that have been completed and shown on the festival circuit. Uh, Home is a Hotel uh, takes place in San Francisco. It's a documentary feature. It had its world premiere at the San Francisco mm -hmm. Film Festival, which uh, we put on. And that was made by two residents, um, Kevin Wong and Karyan Tan. Uh, Hannah's biography was a short film, excuse me, a short film done by one of our residents, Patricia Lee, uh, that was also shot locally. Stillwater's documentary short by resident Aurora Brockman has played all over the world in film festivals. Uh, Half Day was another uh, project that was shot here in San Francisco by our resident Morgan Matthews. This was a narrative short. And then Black Mothers was a feature documentary made by uh, Deborah Souza Silva, who's a former uh, film house resident. And also, uh, Deborah also made Soul in the Garden with a co-creator, um, uh, Emily Cohen Ibanez, who was also a resident, and that's a documentary short. Um, and then in the top left corner, you will see Rosa Morales in the top left square. This was an event that she put on during the festival about um, local talent, uh, which included uh, Cinema SF, uh, the Roxy Theater, and local filmmakers as well. So during the festival, we also like to highlight um, what's going on in the city um, as far as filmmaking is concerned. So these are some of the uh, many highlights that we had this year. Thanks. Yeah, I think at the film house, but then as a film in general, as we talk about being a hub, you know, we're working with our filmmakers, we are thinking of how can we support them in at various stages, right? So we are supporting their films, whether through some of our grants, but then we think about the festival. Many of these films that we have acknowledged have played at the festival, helping them on their festival strategy. Some of these filmmakers we will be going back to as being mentors for the next generation. So we do hope that we can create this healthy ecosystem of filmmakers that we support support and almost on their end, a knowledge base that they're going to come back, pay it forward when they're at that stage as well. Um, let's see. That's it. 
I think that's all we uh, thank you so much. That's all we have. Happy to answer any questions about the film house. Do you awesome. Want to thank you so much. Oh, somewhere. I'm so sorry. Just wanted to call out that the film house residency application is open now. Okay. So maybe we can chat about if you guys know <laughs> filmmakers you'd like to invite to apply uh, who are local to the Bay Area. Please let us know. Yes, most deaf. Thank you so much. So, commissioners, uh, this is a good moment to ask some questions. I see somebody in the queue already, so I recognize Commissioner Chang. Thank you, Ms. Ashley. Um, can you remind us what's the funding source of this program, this great program? Uh, so, we use, uh, we have uh, the Rainin Foundation is um, one of our key partners uh, and support the film house. We also work with the SF Foundation for some of those stipends. And then, of course, you all as well. Those are our key ones. Thank you. Thank you. Other commissioner questions, comments? Commissioner Minardi. Thank you very much. For Thank you. Me. Did you, well, can oh, I just ask? Nope. So oh, I say that you have programs, you have programs for, uh, for students and kids, like, like younger folks. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What are they? Do you want to talk about youth camp that's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah, so um, SFM has a education program that is not our team, but we do work very closely with them and they're actually in the middle of their youth camp session right now. And that is a much more production based course. Um, we were actually there uh, on Friday, just letting them know that once they're done with their movies, there's festivals and grants they can apply to when they're older. Um, and they have two rounds, one of whom is like the beginning class and then the advanced. Um, and then in the way that we work with them is connecting them to local filmmakers who can come and teach production to the kids. How old are they? Um, I believe the beginning class is, oh, like 13 to 16. Oh. And then the advanced is like seniors in high school mm -hmm. type. Great. Books. Yeah. Thank you. Any other commissioner? Yes, go ahead. I just thought of a, a follow up question. So, um, this is, uh, this has been going on for many years, right? So is there a, a network of alumni? Do you keep track of what was the. What the all the graduates of the program, what where they what they are doing now? Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I mean that's one of the key pieces of this is for our supported filmmakers, making sure that year with us is as important as helpful for them as possible. I should also mention that many of our residents will actually apply for a second year as well. So we have a lot of second year as well. We do have an infrastructure um, of alumni that we work with. We actually have like a, an online space, kind of like a Facebook kind of alum portal for all of our alums. So a lot of the events that are happening, a lot of the key um, initiatives grants we promote there as well and always invited to future events. And then as we think about our creative advisors, readers for our grants, we also think about the similar network. Um, one other thing is as we're at other in other cities or other festivals, we do have alumni coming together to kind of reconnect. So at Sundance this year, we had a uh, unofficial film house house um, at Sundance. But as we go to different cities, we also, especially LA, New York, we try to reconnect people. Yeah. Thank you. Any other commissioner questions? I'm going to throw in one. Oh, yeah, go for it, Zafania. No, please. I just wanted to sort of piggyback a question yeah. um, about the youth programming. Is there? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, in terms of non summer participation, do you have programs during the school year and or holiday breaks or anything of that? 
Yeah, so um, the current youth uh, camp that's happening that is run by education is strictly a summer program, but the youth residency, which we co-manage, is um, during the fall. It's it's meant to be during the school year, actually, and we only have sessions on evenings or on weekends, so kids are in school and they're coming together from many different high schools in the area. Um, so, yes, there's, there's kind of things year-round. Do you want to share what our residents do for the festival? Oh, sorry. Yes. And in addition to all of the things they do, uh, the youth residents are also screeners for the um, youth portion of the SFM festival. So they watch a ton of movies. And in addition to learning about like filmmaking and the film landscape, they're also learning about programming for film festivals, which is pretty rad. Yes, pretty That's very rad. <laughs> How long is the residency program? That, and I love that you're doing this now. I think last year was it two years ago was the first last year was the first so we yeah. just oh yeah we just completed our second and like we're opening our third so we're very excited um the first year there were i believe six sessions we kept it short because it was entirely virtual but then the second year um we had i believe i'm sorry i'm looking back to confirm with sabrina um i believe we did eight and then we did half virtual half in person at the film house at film house yeah every in-person session was at film house uh this coming year it will all be in person Okay. That's the goal, hopefully. And so number, it's still number of sessions. It's about. Yes, it'll, it'll probably be about the same amount of sessions. That's yeah, incredible. Great work. Um, just to piggyback on that. So your youth um, film house residency is for folks. What age is starting like a re about your age? Yeah, so we. Uh, because it's meant to be like a pipeline from kind of graduating outside of our education programs and into the like adult world. Um, we aim for like seven or 16 to 18. We had a couple of 18 year olds in our last session. We're going off to uh, film school college. Um, however, we are open to younger folks because it is meant to be like a learning opportunity and, and we have found youth uh, that are really set on this being their career. So we have had as young as 15 but aiming for older. Okay, great. Um, well, definitely wearing my other hat. We all, we all definitely need to talk on the big hat side. We're Please. doing a lot of similar things. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the questions, and I want to bring it back to the film commission and just how we could support, um, you know, having films be seen, y'all have a great advantage to have the film festival and to have like literally hands-on experience that you could pass on to your residents. Um, to the extent they're still in development or there are pieces that you're going beyond the film festival here locally, what, what about, what do you see as the trends for distribution? So there's that question beyond your own film festival and um, how much of that is with other festivals locally? Mm -hmm. And I know y'all have an exclusive and you want to show your thing, but um, so I'm curious about distribution and then I have a follow-up, but yes. How do you encourage distribution? Do you have any initial thoughts? Well, coming from such a festival, oh yeah, if oh. you have anything to say yes. too. <laughs> but I guess from my instinct is that um, I strongly encourage people to apply to as many film festivals as possible. I think that our filmmakers get really set on like the Sundances and the Tribeca's of the world, which are incredible festivals. But here in San Francisco alone, the amount of film festivals we have are huge and there's niches and there's, you know, there's just places to plug to find an audience. Yes. So 
and I also want to encourage movie going, as you can see. Yes. So <laughs> I I do encourage the festival route as much as possible and looking into um, other ways because you never know who can see your movie. In terms of getting picked up at a festival and maybe have a movie sold, unfortunately, I don't know. I can speak a ton to that, but um, I'm always hopeful and I'm looking to make connections with folks so I can advise them on that. Appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Remind me of that industry based content. Yeah, and one thing I was going to say is that be, uh, before myself and Joshua came on board, we have over like two decades of film festival experience, myself at CAM and Joshua at the Jewish Film Institute. So we actually have some interesting um, experiences we always share with our residents about how to submit to festivals. I would say here lo locally, um, you know, we still have. We're lucky to have still a robust festival um, um, landscape, including one happening right now. Um, and uh, so, yes, I think for independent filmmakers, especially the filmmakers that we are supporting, these are short filmmakers. These are filmmakers who are working in independent cinema. Definitely an interesting avenue for them. We can see across the board there are things that are the, the, the landscape is shifting in, in some ways, very scary ways. So we try to be honest with our residents always be supportive, always give them as, as, as much information as we know, and then connect them. So a lot of what we do too is as we think about each film and that unique journey it will have to find its audience, we internally, of course, with Rosa as well, we think through, is it a festival run? Is it a theatrical? Is it online? Who are the partners? And for us, that's a key part of the Filmhouse residency is to strategize. Those creative advisors come in really handy as well because they can help kind of mirror, agree with that strategy, um, you know, suggest other ways as well. And then at the festival, we do something called industry days, which thank you. So we have people here who have participated. Um, but industry days is where our supported filmmakers, selected filmmakers get to meet one on one with industry professionals. So that's another opportunity for us to really connect the pieces together. Um, anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And last but not least, how can we so in addition to the film house grants, um, how else as we as commissioners um, in the city, may we support your efforts? I made a long list. <laughs> Where do I start? Um, I mean, there are things that we have talked about internally a lot as far as how can we continue to support our filmmakers in different ways, in ways that we will be en enriching for them. One of them is we think about films that are shooting here in the Bay Area, and are there any opportunities for emerging filmmakers to shadow, to know, to talk to filmmakers who are in that motion? So we've talked about that. Um, any other things? No, but I do want to emphasize that because especially for our youth residents, our, our, all of our programs, but our youth residents are especially um, eager to be on a film set. All of them have always offered to PA for free and like they're just so excited. So I believe we've emailed a little bit about potentially finding something that's shooting soon that we could bring nine kids and a teacher to, mm -hmm. uh, which I realize is a big ask, but um, maybe like a shadow day or some type of shadowing opportunity is really exciting for our kids to think about. Um, Yes, that's what that's for. Thank you. Yeah, and let's follow up, Rosa, with Sophia on, on that fast because there, there's something coming up that we can think about. Oh, and also we can share on social media the film. Oh, thank you. One last part, one last piece on my part is that for um, some of our programs, like our Rain and Grant, part of their, um, you know, they win 
all the things that we've been talking about, the creative advisors, they also get cash money. One of the requirements in all their agreements is that they spend time here in San Francisco in the Bay Area. So a lot of times that happens at the festival, as we talked about with industry days. But if not at the festival, we have filmmakers from all over coming here. So I think about that often as far as when they do spend two weeks here, a month here, how can we maximize that? So we at the film house, that's where we'll do table reads. We'll include them in different programs we're doing. But then I think the next phase for us is figuring out those partners, opportunities for filmmakers who are interested, who are coming to the Bay Area to get more connected and think through maybe ways they can make their films here. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Good idea. Thank you so much. We've held you here for a while. Thank you so much. Um, commissioners, any final thoughts, comments? Thank you. Um, thank you, Masashi. Thank you, Rosa. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Erica. And thank you, Sabrina. Sabrina. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I do want to open it up for public comment. So public members, if you're here and you have a question, please, I guess, fill out a card. Do they have to fill out a card, Zephania? Or I, it looks like we have a hand up. This yeah. is public comment on this item. Is there a public comment on this item? Yes, yes. Um, okay, and while we're waiting, shall we just see if there's anybody online? Um, there we have attendees but no public comment okay no public comment can i say one quick thing of course can i give a special thank you to sabrina udine who helps us put together this incredible report and is incredible within the artist development work herself so thank, thank you. you sabrina you're getting a shout out um excellent love the camaraderie and teamwork um okay i believe shall we Yes, you can. Thank you so much. We're getting used to being back in person. Can you tell? We want to. Because we haven't quite done this before. You may come on up. Protocol. Thank you. We're still getting used to the protocol. So thank you for doing this. And Hi there. Okay. Yes. Hello. Please introduce yourself. Yes, and ask your Sorry. question. Thank you. Hi, I'm Catherine Howell. I'm the president of the uh, SAG AFTER Screen Actors Guild local here in uh, Northern California. And I want to make sure Film House knows, well, we came and did a, a seminar with you guys many years ago back you know, in Chinatown, North Beach area, and uh, that we have plenty of opportunities to use um, professional actors uh, without uh, breaking the bank. As a matter of fact, most of them are deferred payment and um uh, we have a student film agreement and uh, for shorts and or actually for shorts and full length but just keep that in mind and if you want any literature we'll be glad to get that to you thank you thank you so much for that comment catherine thank you for being here all right any other public comment on this item uh there's no other public comment okay then one more round of applause thank you film sf team we're going to wrap up this item. Thank you so much. And uh, Zefania, would you call the next agenda item? Uh, yes, that would be item number four. Um, actually, let me go ahead and move that over. There we go. Behested payment training. Um, Thank you. And appreciation to our City Attorney Lauren Curry for being here to teach us about Hi, this. Thank you. Good afternoon, commissioners. I think my colleague. 
Uh, our head attorney for our ethics and elections team will also be joining us, Brad Ressi. So we're very delighted to be here with you. I don't know if this is going to be quite as fun as the last presentation, but we'll do our best. Um, it's definitely an important topic. So let's see. We'll see if we get Brad. Um, we are going to be speaking with you today about behested payments and the city's behested payments ordinance. Um, and just to to go over a quick summary of our agenda, we'll give you a background on behested payments and then a discussion of current behested, the current behested payment ordinance and the rules that you'll that you need to know, and then go through some hypothetical scenarios. Just there will not be a quiz, but um, just to put those rules that we talk about in practice, and then we'll leave some time for questions. Um, so I think first, what is a behested payment? So it's a payment made at the behest of an officer or an agent of that person, principally for a legislative, governmental, or charitable purpose. So in other words, it's usually asking for money. Um, it can be asking for something else. It can be asking for goods or services. Um, so for example, it could also be asking for the, to use a space that's worth a certain amount of dollars. Um, and generally, these asks are for donations to nonprofits or to the city. Um, and this, the ordinance is found in our local law in our campaign and governmental conduct code section 3.600. Um, are you navigating? Oh, uh, next slide, please. Sorry. Thank you, Ish. Um, and so initially, San Francisco had a more demanding disclosure requirement than state law. And so initially, the local ordinance required commissioners and elected officials to report soliciting payments of $1,000 or more um, from interested parties. And we'll sort of un we will unpack that um, during this presentation. Um, but now the Board of Supervisors passed ordinance, uh, an ordinance that tightens this, and it's actually prohibited to ask for donations over $1,000 from interested parties. And this applies to a broader group, which we'll talk about also. So the old rule applied just to commissioners and elected officials. Um, in June 2022, there was a ballot measure, Proposition E, um, also to protect this ordinance. So basically what that ballot measure did is it makes it harder to change this ordinance. It requires that the Ethics Commission give approval first for any changes, and then it requires two-thirds of the Board of Supervisors um, to approve any changes. So it's harder to change than other ordinances. Um, and then there was um, a follow-up ordinance uh, to change a few things, and the main purpose of that follow-up ordinance was there is a attempt to influence wrong in this ordinance that we'll talk about um, and folks wanted some clarification on what that meant. Um, and there are ethics regulations that came out in February 2023 to help implement this ordinance and so those rules and regs are very helpful. Those are on the Ethics Commission's website. Um, okay, so who is subject to the behested payments? Like I mentioned, it used to be just commissioners and elected officials. Now all Form 700 filers in the city are subject to this, so anyone that files a Form 700. So that includes commissioners, staff, um, elected officials, department heads. 
And what does the ordinance require? It requires these city officers and employees, um, well, it says that they may not solicit behested payments from interested parties over $1,000 annually. Um, and the analysis, when you are thinking about it, focuses on who you're asking, not where the money is going. So you cannot ask, make a behest of an interested party, but it, they may not be receiving the money. So an example might be if you, you know, wanted to ask an interested party to give to a soccer league, that you're still making the ask of an interested party, even though the money would go to a soccer league. Um, and who's an interested, who are these interested parties? Um, well, there's, there's a few categories and I'll, I'll really just focus on the ones that I think apply most to you, but department contractors, persons who have attempted to influence, influence an official regarding a contracting decision, parties, participants, and agents involved in administrative enforcement and permitting and entitlement. So we will talk about that with you because of use permits. Um, film permits, lobbyists and their clients, and permit consultants. So that's the list, and I'll go into some more detail on those folks that are interested parties. So for contractors, it's department contractors or parties seeking department contracts. So your department doesn't have a lot of contracts, but you do have some. Um, although I believe it, this only applies to contracts that are valued at over $100,000 for, um, for annually. And I do not believe that there are any. So I think if that's correct, um, you don't have to worry about contractors who are interested parties. And then this group excludes grants to the city. So where the city is getting money versus giving. And it also excludes MOUs with friends groups. Okay. Other folks that are an interested party are any person who attempted to influence the official official regarding a contracting decision within the past 12 months. And this is that prong I was talking about that was very broad before. So it, it, this is very, you know, you have to you, you know, really think about if someone is trying to influence you on a contract decision that the department is making, that individual um, would be an interested party and you would not be able to ask them for uh, donations and that type of thing of over $1,000 annually. Okay, administrative proceedings. So these are, this is a party or participant or agent involved in that proceeding um, uh, regarding an administrative enforcement, a license, a permit, or other entitlement for use pending before the department head or the commission. So you have, the film commission has a lot of, the, a lot of these. These would be um, your use agreements or also known as film permits. Um, those are all signed by the department head. Um, so we are currently just confirming there is an exception to this for ministerial permits. And the example that has been used is for that is that it, like if someone is uh, renting a picnic spot with Rec and Park and it's completely objective and just some boxes to fill out, then that those that individual renting the picnic spot is not an interested party, but we are in discussions right now with the ethics commission to determine whether the film permits are ministerial or not. So we will get back to you on that. Um, but for now, for the time being, I would consider uh, everyone that has signed a film permit 
um, within the last 12 months as an interested party and not to solicit anything from them over a thousand dollars annually so also that thousand dollars is if you ask for 600 in february and then you ask for 600 in november then you've added up to 1200 so you've gone over the thousand dollars annually um, okay and just to add for that those would those because the department had be, because those film permits go before the department had all staff, all form 700 filers, all commissioners and the department head would be um, that the permittees would be an interested party for everyone. Um, lobbyists, let's see. Okay, I think that's um, also with the administrative permit uh, proceedings, just be careful. It, it applies to the party filing for the film permit, but could also apply to a participant, someone who's not a party, but who is actively supporting or opposing the administrative proceeding. Now, I don't think that's gonna come up for all of you because it's not like a building permit where there might be people opposing it or, or favoring it, I think for film permits. You don't usually have that, but I'll just mention it here. Um, okay, and then lobbyists are interested parties. So I don't know how often that would come up for you, but the on the Ethics Commission website, there is a directory of all the lobbyists for the city. So if you think that, you know, there's a potential lobbyist that you want to solicit, um, you should check the website. Also, you could also check with me. I could assist. Um, and permit consultants are also interested parties. So just to be aware of both of those types of folks that are interested parties. Um, okay, and then there are some exemptions and I've talked about one of them a few times here that it's donations of asking for donations of less than $1,000 um, for the entire year. So you can only ask up to $1,000 in a 12 month period. And this applies even if the donation doesn't happen. So I think that's good to remember. Like if you go on my example, if you ask for $600 in February and they say, no, we can't do it, but we could, you know, we could give you 600 in November and you go back and ask for 600 in November, then you, you actually asked for 1200. So even though you didn't receive the 600, you need to be cautious about that. Um, another ex uh, exemption are public appeals. And so this is an ask that's on television, on a billboard, in a widely distributed email. So it has to be a distribution of 200 or more. Everything looks the same. You know, it's like a mass mailing that's going out to everyone. So you're not um, targeting certain people that might be interested parties. They just happen to get it as, you know, everyone else did. Um, and then the Board of Supervisors can waive this for particular purposes, um, they can only waive for up to six months at a time. Um, so those are, that's the basics of the ordinance. And so I think we'll go through a few hypotheticals and then I'll take some, uh, take some questions. Um, this, for the first hypothetical, I realized I should tell you, so your permits, Monty signs them all. So the department head is involved. Um, and so that party is an interested party for everyone. If there was a circumstance where you were issuing a permit um, and it was at the staff level and the department head or the commission was not involved, then only the people involved in that actual administrative proceedings 
proceeding would would um, consider that party an interested party. So these hypos may not be the best for you because I don't think you're going to have that that circumstance since Monty signs all the film permits, but they're still helpful. So the first one is Jim works at DBI and is required to file a form 700. He happens to get assigned to review a permit application from his friend Mirabella. Can Jim ask Mirabella to donate to Jim's favorite charity? And the answer for that one is no. Jim was personally involved in reviewing the permit. So for the next 12 months, Mirabella is an interested party and he may not solicit, solicit any payments from her, but there are a couple of exceptions. Um, she, he could ask for less than $1,000 over that 12 month period. Um, and the ordinance exempts purely uh, ministerial permits, um, but this exception is narrow. Um, and I'm not sure yet if it's going to apply to you. So, um, so no is the answer. Um, and then one more, Jim works at DBI uh, and is required to file a Form 700. He does not review permits, but he learns that his friend Mirabella just filed for one. Can Jim ask Mirabella to donate to Jim's favorite charity? And in this case, it depends. Um, Mirabella could be an interested party to Jim if the department head or the commission will need to approve the permit. Um, so if this was a film permit, it would be no, because the department head does need to approve that. Um, but if Mirabella's permit application was handled at the staff level, then she's not an interested party because Jim was not personally and substantially involved. Um, I think that's it. Um, always before um, any questions now, if there are future questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm available to answer any questions, and so, that, so is our ethics and elections team, which are fantastic. Um, and then the Ethics Commission website is a great resource. They have a lot of this on their website as well, just if you want a refresher or to hear it in different words. Um, so that is, that's all I have, and I'm happy to take any questions that you have. Thank you. Um, do we want, do we need to put Brad on? Exactly, yes. Okay. I, oh, yeah. Looks like his hand was up, so I unmuted Brad if you wanted to go ahead and speak. Good afternoon, Commissioners. Uh, Deputy City Attorney Brad Rusty. Sorry I couldn't be there with you today. Uh, I'm the head of the Ethics Elections team in our office, and Lauren just gave a wonderful overview of the uh, passive payments ordinance. I understand that it's very complicated. So if you think of any questions, we're happy to answer them now. Might not be able to answer them for you, but um, you know, good spot here. But we're always available to um, to provide advice on on this issue and other issues. Thank you. Thanks, Brad. Thank you so much, Brad. Okay, I do want to open up. So thank you both. Thank you, Lauren, for putting this together and for going over it. Um, so commissioners, do you have any questions on this presentation? Another hypothetical maybe that comes to mind that translates this into English? Yes, go, Jim. Jim will ask. Please, thank you, Jim. Go, Jim. Commissioner Beaumont. Hi, thank you. Um, Jim, earlier you mentioned there was a an MOU with Friends Group, and I was wondering what that is. Sure, I the the Film Commission doesn't have one currently. An MOU with a Friends Group is something like you may have heard of the Friends of the Library. So they're a group 
that's a nonprofit usually that's not a city agency that is a, a friends of group that supports a city department. All right. All right. Thank you. Yep. And then if you do ask for more than 1200, what is the a penalty? Thousand. Sorry. Yeah. If I ask for 1200, what is the penalty? Oh, there are, I mean, it could be an ethics violation I mean, it would be actually if they, you know, if it's an interested party and they're asked for more than a thousand, there would be an ethics violation. And so that um, goes in front of the ethics commission and um, there could be other penalties, but I'm, I'm not sure what they would be. All right. Thank you Go for it. Any more? Do you know Brad? Maybe Brad's still on. Brad, are you still on? Can you answer that? Is there a is there a fine of any sort or or is an a violation found by the Ethics Commission? The Ethics Commission has authority to levy penalties, including monetary penalties. So yes, there could be those kind of penalties, yes. Okay. Incentive to not ask, right? <laughs> Commissioner. Penalty for the crime. <laughs> Good question. Yes, yeah, a great question. Jesse, do you have a question? I have a question for other commissioners and Monty, which is more that uh, typically have commissioners asked been asked to solicit money for either the city or nonprofits or no? Not, like, like not. have folks been fundraising? I guess is that. No. Okay. No. 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 And when we had a friends group, it still didn't come to our level, commission level, to solicit right, right? Okay. donations. Yeah. Remember yeah. when we had that? So no, but this has come up, right? We have wanted. I mean, Claudine brought this up to. Yeah. yeah. Right. It would be a good idea to get like um, a refresher and understanding because of what we understand mm. is our current budget and budget limitations is is uh, what can we and not can we do and not do when thinking about how we could ask for funding mm -hmm. grants donations mm -hmm. that would serve um our work Got it. Yeah. great but the good thing is there are tons of non-interested parties out there yes there are a lot of non-interested yeah, parties absolutely yeah. yes and can i throw in a hypothetical to just understand this and maybe like try to so the interested party, so let's say a studio is producing something and they're asking us for a permit in which Mani, Mani J has to sign. And of mm -hmm. course, us as commissioners are what, like, to the extent we either know or don't know this information also doesn't seem to be a threshold. Doesn't matter, right? But um, let's say um, as we're planning a retreat, we're looking for a location and we happen to ask the studio um, hi, we would you, you have a beautiful location. We would love to use it. Let's just for argument's sake, say that the value of using the space is over $1,000, right? So we have to do our research all the way around. Um, would that be an example of we're asking an interested party um, yes. at that point, right? For something in which there is the tie around the permitting process until you find whether that's a ministerial exception as of now, it would trigger this law to say that's not okay, right? For numerous reasons, right? Or for like, check, check, check. Yes, if okay. they were, yes. If that party was an interested party because they had a film permit within the last 12 months mm -hmm. and you ask them for something 
that's value is over a thousand dollars. Yes. You're, okay. That would be a great violation. Excellent. Okay. Um, I've just, so that helps to make that practical for my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, even as a former attorney listening to this. So it's just, so I think there's a few subtexts in there, right? I could be asking a studio just because I have a relationship with the studio, not even knowing that it could have been a studio that also asked for a permit. Um, so like, I think just being really careful and thoughtful about who we are asking. And I think uh, Commissioner Chang, to your point, is like, who is an uninterested party, right? Um, I, that's also like, there's plenty of folks out there, but there's also a lot of ties that may, like just one degree of separation sometimes is very small. Um, so just to be cognizant of what that is. And maybe as we're thinking about that, like what would be a good protocol for us to just take on to keep each other in the know might be something we should be thinking about. Maybe we can develop a small short, uh, checklist of whenever the situation arise and if when in doubt, we always call it refer yes, to the exactly. But I think maybe developing a short checklist, you know, of the really obvious and yes. yet also obvious situation. But we like for example, if we ask as a film, I mean as a film there would be no conflict, right? I'm sorry, say that again. If we ask Film SF, like the folks who just presented or SF 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 film, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean that's just Yeah, they example. would not be an interested party because our grant, which we just Oh, they are an interested uh, party. Yeah, because they're not oh, an interested okay. party because their grant is um, under a hundred thousand dollar threshold. So, and that's that was we weren't as aware before, and so we had so now things have we know now, and so they would not be considered a restricted source. That's great. Interested party. Yeah. Um, so can I ask a quick question? The public appeals, can social media also be another way of doing a public appeal regarding fundraising? It can. Okay. Yeah, it can. So you so, can reach out about that. But yes, because if it's a broad dissemination of over 200. So you also, I mean, if there are things that are appropriate for public appeals, that is an exception. Okay. So if, again, hypothetical, the film commissioners want to have a retreat. Anybody who has a location that they're willing to um, lend us or like donate, I guess would be the proper term, right? Um, for the day, blah, blah. That if we decided to do something like that on social, it's a widespread ask and not a behest, right? It would likely fall under public appeal. So just we want to know the specific facts and circumstances, but there is that exception that could be available. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Commissioner Belmont. I'm sure there's other things just besides this, but if, but let's just, you know, we work in other businesses, but let's just say one of our businesses, you know, donated money to the film mixer or something like that mm -hmm. is still, are we still able to do that type of stuff? The, if they're not an interested party, you can ask, so if, as long as they're not an interested party, then this does not apply. If they are an interested party, then you're limited to that under a hundred or under a thousand dollars. So you, well, uh, yeah, so it I, just kind of feels like we don't know if we're interested or what, right? It just. How do you stay out of this mess? <laughs> well, um, you consult your attorney 
Oh my gosh, and all sales. Questions, I think, you know, feel free just to give me a call. You know, if there's any doubt that something someone might be an interested party or you, you know, or you're not sure, or even if you you know, are sure, but you just want someone else to talk to and confirm, you know, just give me a call. Um, because you might, you know, you want to make sure they're not an interested party. And they also, I mean, they could, I thought maybe you're gonna say like it's possible that they just donate to a mixer, but you have to be careful in the ordinance that it's you know indirectly or direct solicitation so there's no you know you can't do indirectly what you can't do directly so that you can't sort of hint at like you know we're having this mixer in a month and we just don't have enough money for it you know that that could be seen as an indirect solicitation um and so that type of thing however if someone just called up and said you know we want to give um, $1,200 for X, and that just came from their own, you know, no one indirectly or directly solicited at them, then that, that would be okay. Just say no, and you're saying. <laughs> well, I think the protocol is definitely to let, to connect with me about who you um, want to solicit donations, and then I would consult with Lauren. I mean, I would probably know if they're an interested party or not, but then I would still, I think, consult with Lauren. And yes. we can consult together. Yes. And I think to Commissioner Minardi's question, it's like it's often around an event or something like that as opposed to cash or donation, but it's still donation. Commissioner Chang, I see you. I, I think the behest um, payment has to do with solicitation, right? Yes. But as individuals, we are welcome. We are free to give and donate. Yes. You yes, can, right. yes. I mean, it's, yeah. So we, we yeah, it's when, asking when we have a film. Uh, friends of the film commission, for example, if and when that happens, we as individuals, if not us, we can volunteer to give. To yes, give this doesn't cover that. This this consider yeah, this, this covers you asking from others. So you're welcome to, to give. Yeah, to yeah. give. It's about it's us asking. Yeah. Um. And, and I mean, Sophia had a question. Yes. After, please. Go ahead, Sophia. I just had a question for you, Lauren, about um, social media and specifically, is there a difference if we were to, um, for example, not that we do this, but share someone's Kickstarter campaign versus sharing, you know, general information about an upcoming film festival where people might have to purchase tickets? I think when we get into those type of things, it's it's really going to depend on the specific circumstances. So I think those are the type of things that, you know, when an actual situation comes up, then, okay. you know, talk to money and then uh, we, we can all talk um, because because it, these, you know, as Brad mentioned, these rules are tricky um, and we just want to be available to help and the different elements can change the analysis so we really do need to understand all of the facts that are involved okay okay commissioner song uh, i just want to say thank you for the presentation i know attorneys are not fans of hypotheticals so thank you for <laughs> allowing us to have this opportunity to ask a few questions that's it and thank you know that don't you Jen? they love hypotheticals are you kidding no only there's just a billion of them mm -hmm. Other commissioners, this is important. We really appreciate your time, Lauren and Brad. Thank you. A pleasure to be here. Yeah, Team SF, Film SF. Any other questions? No. Okay. Well, thank you again, Lauren. Um, is there a commissioner? Is there a public comment on this item? Yes, there should yes. be public comment. Thank you so much. Okay, so.
Um, I will open this up for public comment members in the audience. If you wish to um, say something, go ahead and fill out a card right now. And those in the queue, thank you again, Brad, for being here. Um, anybody online who wishes to ask a question, please dial star three or raise your hand using the WebEx app. There's no public comment at this time. Thank you. So public comment on this item is closed. Thank you again, Laura. I appreciate it. And Brad, thank you. Okay. Yes. Let's hear it for B testing. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the next item, number five. Uh, yep. Item number five, that would be the Film SF staff report. Excellent. Passing the baton to the Film SF team. Manijay. Hi, everyone. We're such a lean team today. With we are. And I'm kind of missing everyone, but thank you so much for. <laughs> hey, they cut the PowerPoints. <laughs> it's going to be homework assignment after if they haven't done so already. Um, before I, um, I introduce our new fearless leader, I wanted to sort of say yesterday was marked a year of my official appointment and I wanted to say this was more about what I was reflection I was thinking yesterday of what we've done together in this year and if it wasn't for you all who's here right now and your incredible nomination to the mayor and the mayor's um, um, faith and belief in me but truly it's your faith and believe in me as well and so I just wanted to do uh, let's see, 20 seconds of a speed recap of some things that we've accomplished just this year as a commission. I wanted um, our months long marketing research project, which you all spoke to cities across the country about what they were doing and those important connections that you made. Thank you. The Sundance partnership we had with Jack helping lead our comms efforts in that where we worked with all those um, SF organizations to do a spotlight on the city and talking to, you know, having an incredible event at Sundance uh, with Supervisor Matt Dorsey and Tony Delorio coming and talking about the Ninth Street Independent Ninth Street Media District unofficially. What we're thinking about with this incredible opportunity of all these orgs that are right there, Ninth Street, starting from Dolby, going all the way down to SF Film and ITVS and and then Ninth Street Independent Film Center Hub from Claude Dean and I representing the commission at um, the Anime Wong commemorative quarter to our Darcy Drollinger helping on his um, sound stage and developing that and supporting independent filmmaking in San Francisco uh, to SF travel partnership that we had with film festivals to um, Jim Beaumont and all your labor efforts to support um, continuing production here on the California and on, on the state level with also Tony Delorio and, and Jesse, the work that um, you came and um, doing our analysis of looking at what possible sound stages we have here in San Francisco and coming on that tour. And, and Franco, I mean, you sort of started off with a bang with setting up meetings with Alex Bastian and SF. Um, um, hotel council and all the connections that you're making. You're already out of cards. I mean, we just gave them to you a month ago. So um, I just want to, um, I sort of had that moment of sort of looking back and thinking about really what we've all done. And I'm not even mentioning everything that the team has done. I mean, so I, I can't, I'm not including that here. This is really sort of to thank you for your, your trust. Um, and more importantly, um, 
thank you for your mentorship in my first year. And it's, I still need mentorship. So I, I welcome everything that you're giving me. So thank you for that. Um, I'm excited to introduce happy thank anniversary, Moni J. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I'm excited to introduce Sarah Dennis Phillips here. So Sarah's a trained urban planner, um, but has had a long career with public sector. So I'm just going to share a couple things about you. Can I? This is so she started her career in California. Well, no, part of your, your career has been elsewhere, but also in California, what you've done in California, um, revitalizing and downtown revitalization, working to build a thriving downtown of Mountain View, Livermore, Redwood City, and other Northern California cities. Um, she started in, uh, with the city in 2005, started in the planning department. Um, and then moved to OEWD, was Deputy Director of Development. And then you in transition in 2019 to in the private sector, working with um, Tishman Spire, who led development and placemaking efforts, creating urban neighborhoods with um, high levels of affordability, public space and transit. And so now you're here back. So. Welcome, Moni. Thank you very much. You saved me from having to do that. Spiel, so. <laughs> Welcome, President Wayne, commissioners, so glad to meet you. Thanks so much for um, having me here and, and allowing me to learn a little bit about we, what you do. Um, I'm brand new. Well, five weeks. I started on June 12th. So um, just getting my feet out from under me. Um, I joined OEWD and our fearless team. Um, mostly because I'm passionate about our economic recovery and there's nothing I'd rather do than be a part of the work that you are all doing in, in rebuilding our economy post-COVID. Um, you heard my background. As you can tell, there is not a whole lot of film or other production work in that background. So have a lot to learn from all of you um, hearing about your priorities and working with Manage as director and her team to help further those priorities. So that's really my goal, here to listen and learn Probably when I have a year under me, like Moni does, I'll, I'll be more effective in actually helping voice and execute those priorities. So appreciate your patience till then, but until then, just look forward to listening and learning. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. And especially, um, I know it's, it's, uh, not only the position in the world, but also the world of film as uh, there are a lot of layers. So we'll be learning some things together, I'm sure. And at the same time. Um, whatever we could do, because I know the economic recovery, what we're doing here with film is a big part of that. So I also know that's a big part of your brain cells that are being taken over. So we are working very much in parallel, um, helping to make that happen as well. So uh, welcome and thank you. Thank you. And if commissioners yeah. at this point, if you have questions or, or, or anything that you wanted to ask, this is also a pause. We can do that. And um, do you know the commissioners enough? Do we need to introduce ourselves or? I have scoured you all on our website. Okay. So that is the extent of my knowledge. Um, so yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but if there's anything more than that, you'd love to add. I'd, I'd yeah. I know. Well, why don't just let's do a quick intro. Yeah. Why don't we start there? Go. Hello, <laughs> I am uh, Commissioner Franco Finn, and uh, how much info? Just like elevator, fifteen seconds. Elevator, fifteen seconds, and I think just thinking about Sarah's position. Yeah. Okay. Any anything specific about like your passion about doing film commission work? I would. Say. Um. Well, I'm also just as passionate about the rebuilding of the city. I'm born and raised here, and um, I'll leave it at that. But I'm that. That's why I'm involved in in this capacity because this is my passion as well, and. 
if we can bring anything here to the table, um, entertainment, production, film-wise, I'm, I'm happy, and it's, it serves multiple purposes and checkboxes in, in my world. So thank you, and we look forward to working, hopefully, together down the road. Nice to meet you. Hi, uh, I'm Jack. I'm a, a recovering film publicist, a failed child actor, and um, uh, <laughs> work now in the tech sector, do, uh, focusing on brand strategy. And my passion really is trying to change the narrative of San Francisco uh, by the crazy media outlets out there, but really highlighting why San Francisco is such a beautiful place to do film production. So that's that's my passion. But and then lastly, um, you know, let's reviving the city, uh, kind of bringing back to pre-pandemic level. So. Great meeting you. I'm looking forward to working with you. Nice to meet you. I'm Claudine. Um, I think we. I, I think it's good that you came with a lot of urban planning background. I think we might have at different times, but by Spur and other organizations like that, I think it's really great to bring all that experience into the city. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Commissioner Chang. Let's go this way. You after? I'll be last. Great. Thank you. Hi. I'm a Jim Bowman. I'm the business agent for the theatrical stage employees union to so represent anybody that's backstage or behind the camera or, uh, you know, music venues. And we also represent the, um, SF gov TV technicians here in the building. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Nice Welcome. Hi there, Jesse Minardi. I'm a lawyer here in the city, and uh, I really wish you the best. And uh, I hope I can work with you to help with the revitalization. It's an important thing. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Thank you. And so I'm Vili Wong. I was appointed by Commissioner uh, by uh, Mayor Newsom way back when. So I've been sitting on the commission for a while. Um, really honored to be here in the president role more on a day to day basis. I'm also founder of Baycat. Um, Baby Hunters Point Center for Arts and Tech. So we work very closely with the city and OEWD. Um, and it's really about bridging representation and access and opportunity for our young people. These very happy, amazing young filmmakers as Film SF has also presented who really want to stay in San Francisco and to be here and have vibrant lives to be seen behind the camera, in front of the camera um, as storytellers. So. Uh, representing them every day is part of my day job, and I get to bring that and bridge all the different parts here as president. So it's an honor to meet you and to, I know we'll get to work together. Thank you all. I mean, really helpful to hear a little bit more than it's just on the bio on the website. And just, I, you know, I want to make sure you know, and I know you know this already, but film, the arts, those are such critical components of our economic recovery, right? And, and the way I like to think about it is that the absence of some of our um, more dominant players in our economy presents space and opportunity for others, right? And I really look forward to working with you to building those up. And I also want to know your point about the narrative, Jack, which I really appreciated. I mean, that is something we're working on every day. Yes. It hasn't occurred to me till I was listening to you talk about the visual presence and the way that that the work that you actually do can help visually combat the narrative. Yeah. We're working every day to put stories out in print and programs, et cetera, but would love to continue brainstorming with you all on that point too, to how we can add visual color to what's really happening here instead of what the New York Times thinks is happening. Yes, very true. We're behind you on that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, um, Sarah. We do want to open. Thank you. So um, we still have more on our report. Yes. Oh, yes, of course, please. So I just wanted to do yes, that. Like, thank so, you. Um, in case Sarah has to run out, but I just wanted to uh, do a couple more things. So we still have time. And what time are you leaving again? And what time? I'm going to keep. Okay, okay. So we're going to go. Um, and then if you have to leave, 
you'll believe that's okay. So, um, just a couple of little updates and some things that have been happening. Um, so we, Franco and I, um, participated in a, um, an exploratory meeting with SFO to talk about a collaboration, um, and partnership with our office. So, you know, Franco had come and, uh, you know, which has, you all have really incredible ideas and it was like. Um, you know, we need to think about what, you know, when somebody comes off of a plane, what is their introduction to San Francisco and our incredible cinematic history that we have here and had shared, uh, coming out of a, what was it? Portland. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, so we had a great exploratory conversation. We're going to do a site visit in what next week, I think at SFO. So if anyone's interested, it is, if you're coming, it is kind of a little bit of a roll up your sleeves. If you're coming, you're probably going to help engage in doing some work behind this as far as, um, thinking about what that, um, cross marketing looks like, you know, how can we, with their available spaces, think about opportunities where we can collaborate from, you know, films that have shot in San Francisco to maybe some incredible taglines. Also, um, they in the international terminal, they have a theater we had talked about, which they have already some, you know, great curatorial pieces that they have, but adding to that. Um, so this is just an on, you know, so uh, a first and a second, but ongoing. They're really excited about working with us and the possibilities that this presents. So I'm excited about that. August 1st at 10 a.m. If anyone wants to join us at SFO to do a walkthrough. Yeah. Um, then, um, tomorrow, Carolyn and I are going to, um, have a meeting at KPIX. Um, they are very, um, interested in also thinking about what that partnership looks like we actually, they have, they're building out, um, a virtual production soundstage as well as what they already have for their television. Um, so they have reached out and we're going to be connecting with them. Um, and I'll report back, um. As far as, you know, there may be a more of official tour, um, an opportunity for us to have sort of an open house, you know, we'll, we'll this is a 1st conversation. So I wanted to let you all know about that. Um, Franco, did you want to mention what you just on Friday, um, you went to the Fascina, uh fundraiser, which is the Filipino international film festival in San Francisco. So, um. Did you want to say anything yeah, about I was that? Just, I, I didn't even know that it was around. I mean, I should know being Filipino American here. I, I probably have, but just really didn't kind of pay attention until obviously being a film commissioner, but it was just great. They celebrated with 30 years, which is yeah. amazing. And uh, they have a new leadership uh, with their new executive director. His name is Neil. Yep. Yes. And it was very fun. It's festive. I know there's a lot going on in the, especially in the Filipino community. So I said, Hey, I'll represent for sure and, and be there. And it, it was really nice. And, um, you know, they're eager to, to collaborate in any way. And, uh, it's just great to, to be with, with fellow folks with, the you know, fellow creatives and whatnot from San Francisco, uh, and also being Filipino, you know, the API community, it was like a plus plus check, check yeah, in yeah. every way. So yeah. thanks for letting me know about that. Yeah, and, sure. uh, it was really nice to engage with them. Yeah. So. Great. Yeah, thanks for reminding. I'm sorry I couldn't be there with you. Oh, no worries. Um, and just in the Jewish Film Festival is happening. Um, we have some vouchers and tickets still available um, if you all are interested. So we know um, we had put out the opening night, which our team went and loved it. They can say more if they want after. Um, so it is running until the festival can team. Does anyone know off the top of your head till the, what's that? It's August 6th, so you have some time. 
So if you're interested in seeing any of the films and um, networking with some of the filmmakers, please do. And again, a continued reminder to um, support our San Francisco theaters. So as you know, you can see anything from the blockbuster, you know, Barbie, Oppenheimer, to some of the film festivals, that's what's happening or what's playing at the four star Roxy, which has incredible films. So please, I'd love to get a report back in September at our next commission meeting. Who got to, that's yeah, homework, homework. So homework, I wanna hear report back. Who saw something? Just, yeah, tell me what theater you went to. Okay, and question, um, question is there anything that we need to vote on before I have to no. jet or anything? No, uh, we have a very limited forum. Yeah, but can it's okay. We can meeting because we don't need to vote on adjourning. Yeah. All right. Yes. Sorry. That's okay. Thank Sorry. you, Lauren. You're here. <laughs> so you are going to lose quorum yeah. um, when Commissioner Finn leaves. So that means that the that means that the meeting will have officially ended. Um, so I would. Take public comment. I would maybe finish out this agenda item if it's possible and take a public comment because then the meeting will end when as soon as as soon as you leave. Um, commissioners can continue to uh, discuss, but it won't actually be a meeting. So you may want to consider. Um, uh, uh, extend, you know, uh, to the next. What agenda. do you say? Um, Recalendering uh -huh. so that you have it on next the next agenda. meetings agenda. Whatever continuing. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. A continuance so that you have it on the next meeting agenda. So you don't keep any notes after this. Right. There wouldn't be. It's not no longer okay. a meeting. It's just a, it's um, just a casual discussion. It's just a discussion among non-quorum of film commissioners. Okay. So I think our team is happy to finish. So I think I just shared some of the updates. We were going to talk about staffing updates and some production staff. But since we're a small team, I think we may save some of those updates for um, our next meeting in September. So I, um, I think that's, that's going to be it for me in my report. Okay. I thank you so much. We could open this up for public comment and I just want to make 1 announcement about our dates coming up. Can I do that? Even though that that's the next item. Okay. So, um, thank you. Let's open this up for public comment on item number 5. Um, any public comment. Um, if you're in the audience and wish to say something, please fill out a card. Anybody online. Um, dial star three or raise your WebEx hand. Uh, there's no public comment online or in person. Thank you so much. Um, so do I officially call the next agenda item as this and make the announcement? Yes, Lauren. Okay. Let's just go to the next agenda item and then we'll make the announcement and then let y'all go. Um, but okay. go ahead. Thank you. That would be item number six, the president's report. Thank you so much. Okay, so importantly, um, our next coming meeting. So August, um, traditionally, we do not have a meeting. Um, September, um, so the next ones between now and the end of the year, we have September 25th, October 23rd, and um, from the doodle poll, it does look like, and I want all the commissioners to please put on hold the full day of November 29th, which will be a full day retreat for the commission. This is when we do get to talk a bit more in strategy, um, also do some learning um, around specific um, procedures or things. Um, and since we have newer commissioners and older commissioners, it's gonna be a great way for us to get to know each other 
um, through the full day retreat. So please put that on your calendar. Um, we will most likely um, uh, cancel the November 27th meeting, given that it's so close together. So the usual Monday meeting will most likely be canceled. We'll have the team, the sorry, the Film SF retreat November 29th. Um, and then a heads up, we'll do this via email, but December, our December, of course, always falls on this year Christmas. So we will be rescheduling our December meeting uh, to probably uh, the around the December 15th, December 18th, something like that. Look out for a poll. Um, and then also a heads up when we turn into the new year, January, uh, our January meeting usually interferes with Sundance. So we also reschedule usually our January meeting to be a little further um, earlier in the year. Um, are we so gonna have a presence? look out for that. Sorry, are we gonna have a presence in Sundance? Like I, time? I think we want to continue the beautiful thing that we just That'd left awesome. off on. So yes. So why don't I just end there just understanding you also have time commitment. Um, any questions on that calendar? I wanted to get that in your heads. Um, importantly for the retreat and not asking an interested party, but we will be looking for locations, themes. What is it that you wish to cover as commissioners? But I would say overall, what we want to do in the retreat, it's a roll up your sleeves. What is that one project that you could see yourself owning in this next year? And that's what we want to get to. Okay. So if you do have a location suggestion, a facilitator suggestion, theme suggestion, um, please let us know. Sounds good. Okay. Um, any other commissioner comment on that? Okay. Any public comment on that? Um, please dial star three if you're online. No online comment. Okay. No Thank comment. you so much. So that's the end of item six. And Commissioner Finn, if you need to go, or we could just adjourn the meeting officially yes i think there is public oh comment. oh is there one more yes there's one more general public comment oh i'll go very quickly thank you for um this i'm dd escobedo from uh san francisco northern california sag aftra um two things i i owe you numbers for where what our year-to-date numbers look like um we've had 119 members in 24 commercial productions seven members in six corporate educational productions 56 members in interactive video games three of those productions i'm sorry 13 of those productions and most importantly we've had 108 members in 19 TV theatrical productions. Currently, our TV theatrical and streaming contract is under strike. We have a strike against the AMPTP productions. We do have an interim agreement for any independent films. Um, that process is still uh, being reviewed right now. So if there are any productions coming to town that fill that criteria, we're happy to walk them through the process. And there are exemptions for the short film, micro budget, and student film agreements. They are all um, clear to proceed as well. Um, and most importantly, we are having rallies in support of the SAG after strike uh, this week. Um, Wednesday at five o'clock, we're going to have a rally here at City Hall. And Thursday at noon, we're going to have a rally at the state capitol. So for any of those 
who are able to join and support our local membership, please do. If you're able to spread the word, we appreciate it. And thank you for letting me hold up your time. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and are we good on public comment? Can we, can it be really quick, Frank? Thank you. Frank Simeon with the Directors Guild of America. I just wanted to real quickly mention the last 30 days, we did have two productions. One was with the driverless car firm Waymo down on Brandon Street, which was a lot of fun. And the other was with Lyra Health, Lyra Health, both uh, very exciting productions. And I'm looking forward to the future. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Frank. Okay, um, and is there any more public comment online? Uh, no more. And we have no more meeting officially. So, yeah. Um, so, thank you so much, everybody, for being here. And just to acknowledge uh, the end of quorum and the adjournment of our July meeting. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a, have a safe rest of the summer. And see you soon. Yeah, I know. Thank you. No second, no, because you don't even need a vote on adjournment anymore. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs>